0: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: Welcome back to Beck daily presented by BetMGM. MGM at Egros, Joe Ostrowski and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. We will get to gridiron talk in just a bit, especially when it pertains to DeAndre Hopkins, who per Ian Rappaport uh, is planning to visit the Patriots next week. He has already visited the Tennessee Titans. We'll talk about what that means for potentially both teams and perhaps even the betting market as far as where Hopkins will land for next season. But let's return to the MLB card. And Aaron, anything stand out to you as far as some bets you like?
2: <laughs> well, really, it was the Otani stuff. Um, I bet I had already bet the under for the full game and first five under. So that's really all I have um for this one
1: okay joe
2: i uh I can't believe how bad the Tigers offense is right now, and they're going i sure they've lost six in a row, so it's I, pathetic. They scored two against Philly yesterday uh, they were shut out against Philly on Tuesday, three, two, one, zero. they Blast can't off. do anything. They can't do anything right now. They're going against Merrill Kelly. Now, Kelly uh, in Arizona, minus 145 favorite. I'm looking at it. It should be a bigger favorite. Uh, Last two weeks, their weighted runs created plus, the Tigers, is 55. In the last week, they're hitting 134. Weighted runs created plus is 13. (laughs) It is awful. 188 Woba last week. I... How are they plus 120 in the money line? So I, I'm just looking at ways to, uh, to fade this Tigers offense, and that's a tough matchup today going up against Kelly. So if you want to go under on Tigers team total or take the D-backs on the run line, uh, they're on the road, they'll have that extra time to, to, to hit. I have no problem with that.
1: Yeah, and the D-backs offense, you're comfortable with them. Yeah. So even yeah. if, say, neither pitcher performs well for whatever reason, uh, which offense are you backing there? Absolutely, it's going to be the Diamondbacks. I think that's a, a solid play there. want to talk about the Cubs and the Giants. Cubs were swept by the Angels this week, and I'm wondering if now is a good time to expect some positive regression for Chicago. They may also have the starting pitching advantage here. And going up against the Giants, I mean, I I know I've said this a good bit, but Anthony Sclafani, I'm probably fading him about as often as I can. Marcus Stroman may be the better pitcher here, and if that's the case, especially given a ball club that's due for some positive regression on their West Coast trip, uh, there's probably a way to back the Cubs here. And, uh, yeah, I mean, right now I think the numbers kind of move slightly as far as the money line. Uh, No favorite here, minus 110. So, to me, uh, the Cubs, they are the ones with the minus one-and-a-half run line at plus 155. That might be my play here, Joe.
2: Over the last four series, Cincinnati, Tampa, San Diego, and you just mentioned the Angels, uh, this Cubs offense last two weeks is terrible. They're arguably the worst in baseball right there with the Tigers. Um, So, the idea of positive regression is interesting to me. Cause when, when you look at an offense as slumping over a long period of time, a uh, way to run, grade play plus they're dead last in baseball over the last two weeks at 53. So do you look at that and say, I, I do, be, they're not that bad. And you know, that's, that's not, it's just not going to continue. It's going to turn around at some point. So is that, is that part of your thinking there?
1: I think that's part of my thinking. And also, too, it's, it's a Giants pitching situation where I don't know if I trust them in this spot. And that's mm-hmm. basically it. I mean, at some point, the Cubs have to turn it around. I mean, they've had good stretches this year. This isn't like, say, the Tigers where you go, I don't know if they'll ever be good. At least with the Cubs, like, you can expect some volatility and expect some positive, reg- some positive regression to happen at some point. Might as well happen today.
2: Uh, I had a futures question, and Ed's yeah. going to get mad, but always the AL the AL Central leader is now below 500 guys. It's the Minnesota Twins after losing five games. They're 31 and 32. Does anybody have an opinion here on an AL Central team? Uh, the Guardians are one and a half back. The Sox and Tigers are both three and a half games back. Everybody but the Twins is negative run differential in that division. Wow. It is, I'm starting to hear this chatter and probably because I'm based here, but there are people taking a look at, look, the division winner is going to stink and the numbers are outrageous. And if we clutch our priors, you do look at the socks because it was, th- they were like 30, 40 to one before the season. And now they're 240 to one for the world series. There's still triple digits for the, for the pennant. So, yeah, with these awful divisions, I mean, we've heard a lot of chatter about the NL Central. Pirates won back. Reds, maybe they end up making a run. Uh, They've been getting a bet a lot. Now they're under 20 to 1 for the division. But um, should we be looking at the AL Central too? Just if you have an opinion on a team to win one of these divisions, maybe we should look at these these, uh, futures that have a ton of value.
1: As I look at, at, say, preseason odds in the AL Central, it's the Guardians uh, who were slight Mm -hmm. favorites, uh, followed by the White Sox and then the Twins. If, If we're clutching our priors, why not believe in Cleveland to kind of turn things around? As far as infrastructure is concerned, they were probably best suited to deal with the baseball rules changes in terms of highlighting speed on the base paths and, you know, batting for average, those kinds of things. Cleveland was best equipped to handle that, and so far it hasn't happened. So I wonder if it's just going to take them some time, or maybe they're just dealing with massive regression. But if, say, everybody's bad, and other than the Royals, no one's that much worse than anyone else – Perhaps you want to bet on some value, but if you're also looking at priors, maybe the guardians are are still very much live here.
2: Yeah, maybe. Uh, Probably the difference is just the number. It's a numbers play. It's a hundred versus 240. And is there really that much of a difference between the two teams? Uh, Mm -hmm. So I'm starting to take a look at that and, and you know, in the in the NL Central, the only team with a positive run differential is in dead last place, and it's the St. Louis
1: Cardinals. <laughs> but they're eight games when back. When they win, they win by twenty.
0: <laughs> yes. I refuse to back yeah. the Cardinals in any capacity. That team has evil vibes. Which which team is going to win the NL Central? It might be the Pirates.
2: Whoa, that'd be something.
1: I I hope they can they're at least win this weekend.
0: Because oh gosh, here's the thing, I like, the I don't, I don't want to back the Cardinals at all. Like mm-hmm. everybody on that team hates each other. They all just want to fight each other. Apparently like nobody likes anybody there. The president of baseball operations saying, well, I hope that we can add at the deadline, but I don't know. And blah, blah, blah. Evil Same thing every so, year. Nothing to do with it. Yeah. yeah. Cubs yeah. are going to sell. Cubs are going to trade Stroman and probably other mm-hmm. guys too. So they're out the brewers. I just can't. I can't back the Brewers when Burns had his best start of the year on June seventh, finally. Freddie Peralta's health is always in question. Brandon Woodruff is not back yet. And guys like Joey Weimer and these rookies are going to carry them the entire season. I doubt it. I'd much rather back the Pirates, who actually have guys who have proven it, and like guys like Brian Reynolds, especially. I like mm-hmm. it's such a weak division. I feel like there's something there. And the Pirates, maybe I know we know how frugal they are and how penny pinching they are, but they might add somebody. Like, is it really out of the question that they try and add somebody at the deadline, like, when maybe with some control? Like, is it out of the question no. that Dylan Cease ends up a Pittsburgh Pirate with three years of control? Ooh,
2: no, they signed Reynolds. Like,
0: maybe they're right. they're,
2: they're, they're going to look at it and say this well, might they be our think, chance. Like,
0: if they think the this is years. the turning the corner season for them, like, hey, let's go win the division, and the next year when even more guys come up, let's really go for it. Like, I think they could the Pir- add somebody with control. Like, I think Cease is perfect for the Pirates. Pirates are one game lead, guy. Yeah, they're
2: one game back, and they're seven to one. Or you can find plus seven fifty for the division, one game back. I Mm. yeah, I'm starting to look at this because I find this interesting. Like Arizona, we know that the division, but Arizona is five to one as they lead the division. Like I'm starting to look at stuff like that. And really, at this point,
0: it's just going to be what them and the Dodgers. Do we believe the Padres are really going to turn this thing around at some point? I don't the
1: threat is. Wow. There. I mean, I don't know if it's they the will, threat, but the threat is. There. And that, but that matters though. I mean, you, sure. you have projections. I mean, you're looking at how other ball clubs are doing and then you're saying, well, Hey, look, the Padres could go on a tear at any moment and you have to be prepared for that expectation. And so I don't feel like that this is just a two horse race in the division, at least not yet. Sure. Mm hmm. Going uh,
2: back to the AL Central real quick, though, the Guardians' path and their schedule is a lot easier than the White Sox, the upright teams they
1: face. That's the other, yeah, that's the other element. Like, the Guardians aren't going to be selling pieces. The White Sox might, even though they don't have a history of doing that, at least, you know, at the right time. To me, the Guardians are in a better position to handle the second half of the season than the White Sox. Yeah.
2: Mm. Remaining strength of schedule at the moment, the Sox have the easiest schedule in baseball.
3: Hmm. For the How are we disagreeing now, co- over Joe, that? I mean, yes. Yeah, Joe, you're here or there currently. I mean, mm-hmm. do you mentioned the seas going to something like the Pirates. Like, are they? Will they actually make that move? That's no, where, um, they won't. I don't though. think so.
2: They they will not. They'd they have have always hold on to their guys, but yeah. Okay, fine, but this organization, they're going to hold on to their guys a little bit too long. They even did it when they finally made the big move for Quintana and and moved him, and same thing with Sale. They did it a little bit too late. Um, That's what they do. So they're going to try to run it back one more time. And, oh, let's see if it works the first half of next year at least because there's nobody good in the division, and Jerry's 120 years old. So, I mean, he doesn't want to start over again. He didn't want to start over last time. But what else are you going to do? Mm-hmm.
1: No, you're at a <laughs> largely out of options there. So I don't know. Yeah,
2: they still have uh, Oakland seven times, KC six, Colorado three, Washington three. So it's pretty, pretty advantageous. We for even,
3: I know we didn't like dive into any data points. You know, today is there anything we can look to? a reason for the White Sox to regress more to being better. Like, look, Eloy is just always going to get hurt. He's healthy, you know, now, but w- until the next time he gets hurt, right? Like, the pitch, like, Kopech, has he maybe gotten a little bit better? He was a mess at the start of the season. Lance Lynn, like, Here we go. Uh, you're getting what you're getting, my guy? Yeah, <laughs> which, of course, I didn't bet mm-hmm. the Yankees team total over because of the smoke, and of course they went over. But I'm just, like, I'm trying I'm trying to at least see the bowl case for the White Sox. I just don't know that I do.
2: Yeah, it's a it's a numbers play. It's somebody. It's the Twins are going in the wrong direction. They've been, after five straight losses. How do you feel about them? What's how many wins is it going to take to to take that division? Eighty. Hmm. <laughs> you know. Yeah. I I've, I've been I I was a Guardians believer coming into the season. I just I'm still waiting. Sure.
1: If you, uh, if you go by fan graphs and the uh, projected win total for the entire season, the Twins are expected to win at 82 and 80. So it's entirely possible that you have a 500 ball club winning the AL Central. And yep. if there was a way wow. to bet on that to say 500 or worse, uh, I think there would be. Finish second at 79 and 83. <laughs> White Sox, uh, four games behind that. Like it's. It's one of those – like, the White Sox aren't, like, one of the five worst ball clubs in baseball. They're not the A's. But, Mm -hmm. yeah, there's certainly some ways that this could completely collapse on them.
2: The Minnesota Twins at 31 and 32 lead the division. The Boston Mm -hmm. Red Sox are 31 and 32 and in dead last in the East. Mm Hmm. (laughs) That's how bad it
3: is. Is That's how bad it is there. Is it fair to say the first, what, two months of the season is where we're at? Could not have gone worse Mm -hmm. for the White Sox.
2: I think so. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, I'm pretty sure of that. Yeah, because, yeah, if you look at where they are, like, honestly, Mm -hmm. they're run differentials behind the Nationals. Yeah. You know what? It's off.
3: You know what we second. deserve. We deserve Lance Lynn in a playoff game. That's what we deserve. Sweat and just fade yeah. back out of them. what did we do?
1: What did we do for that? That sounds Homer, great. Homer. Yeah, whip. There you go. <laughs> it <laughs> flying out. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, really quickly, let's, uh, get into football here and DeAndre Hopkins, uh, being courted by the Titans and Patriots, uh, reportedly, Aaron, is there any kind of direction you're seeing, uh, you know, if you're betting on this, as far as which team he'll go to, I mean, look, Hopkins can still be an asset. He's really, really good against man coverage still, uh, despite where his age is. And so I'm curious, like what kind of acquisition he can be.
2: I mean, I think he will definitely be, add some value to wherever he goes. I was shocked that he went to the Patriots. I didn't think this is something that that organization would be interested in. Um, but I find that interesting for sure. Everybody else is all... getting better. Everybody else right. is doing something. What are you going to do?
1: Mm-hmm. And you need to know if you're the Patriots, what you have in Mac Jones. You have to know that by the end of year three, and you will know that if you have DeAndre Hopkins on your football team. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, our Lightning Bets, our favorite plays for tonight and the weekend, coming right up here on the BetQL Network.